You're tuned into the Barrage Sports Show. What's up, everybody? We're back with another podcast, the Barrage Sports Show. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Barrage, and I'm here with my son, Mike Burr. Mike Burr always delivers. Before we start today, because we're going to talk about the NBA. You know the NBA is coming back. They're in the bubble in Orlando, Florida, Disney World. They're going to start the season. But I want to give a quick shout out to some of the people that have been subscribing to the podcast. Shout out to L Boogie, Big V, First Love Ministries, Lou, A Train. All you guys have great given us some great comments. So we just want to say thank you. Thanks for being a part of the podcast and many more. Matter of fact, we had someone from Dublin, Ireland. Check us out. Ireland. Ireland in the building, baby. Yep. So we have people from Seattle in the building. So our numbers are growing. Whether we have one person or one million people, we're very happy that you guys are tuning into the Barrage Sports Show. And that's that's why we do this. We want to bring you good old-fashioned entertainment. We love sports, and we know that you love it too. Yep. What you think about that, Mike Burke? Yeah, shout-out to all the fans. Uh, shout-out to Grandma. Uh, the biggest fan and, Number one uh, fan is grandma y'all Yeah and uh, yeah it's been crazy seeing the support And the numbers coming in from overseas And all across the US You know it's a lot of sports fans So definitely share it to your friends And uh, we're going to keep growing Yes sir hit the like button Hit the subscribe button Barrage Sports Show We got all the social media platforms Barrage Sports Show We're easy to find And we do this for you It's going to be a great time today Alright let's get right into it y'all You know what we have to talk about we have to talk about the NBA. We're going to start it off with Yay. Mike Burr. He's going to give you a few details of what's going on with the NBA, how they're going to get this season started in the bubble. So, Mike Burr, hit us up, my brother. Yeah, so the NBA is finally back uh, after a long break due to corona. But uh, starting next week uh, on Thursday, we're going to have the first games. It's eight seeding games to uh, kind of some teams maybe have a shot to get into the playoffs or just affect some of the seeds in the playoffs. And then the playoffs start. And it's going to be the regular format for that. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an f- exciting time. A lot of teams. Who are some of the teams you're kind of looking forward to seeing or some of the players you're looking forward to seeing well i'm gonna tell you straight up man i like the bucks mm, i like the yeah. bucks i gotta keep it in the midwest you know we from the shy and uh the milwaukee bucks was putting in work man best record in the nba right now the best player in the nba with the greek freak Giannis yeah. Antetokounmpo. so i'm really looking forward to seeing what the bucks are gonna do are they gonna be able to pick up that momentum from the regular season they had the best record in the nba mm-hmm. so i'm looking forward to seeing the bucks I like Toronto. I yeah. think they're underrated. They lost Kawhi, but Pascal Siakam has stepped up. I like Toronto. Boston's going to be there. The Miami Heat's going to be there. The mm. Pacers. The Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, they have mm. all the talent in the world. It's just a matter of can they get over the hump. We know they lost in a ma- by a magical shot by Kawhi Leonard last year. Yeah. Um, so they're going to come back. They're going to try to, you know, get some vengeance. So that's who I like in the East. Um, in the West, everybody talking about the L.A. teams, the Lakers, the Clippers. But don't sleep on the Denver Nuggets. The Utah Jazz could be a dark horse. So those are some of the teams I like right at the top. But, you know, coming off this COVID situation, anybody could, you know, make a run. Yeah, that, that's going to be the interesting thing, like, with such a weird season. Like, 
are some players going to be well rested so they play better or is it going like kind of how we see coming back from the nba are people going to be rusty because they haven't hooped in some months like i feel like it's going to be a mix of both like some players may be like it nothing ever happens some players may be a little rusty some players like older players especially may come back better from the rest that they got so but that that's going to be interesting to just see how that plays out yeah. um and something you mentioned the pacers uh Olo Depot was recovering from an injury so mm. having a couple extra months and Sabonis stepped up this year became an all-star so they may they may be a team that really benefits uh from you know the having a covid break so i think that's going to really it's going to be interesting to see how that affects how things play out um but yeah some uh, so a team another team you mentioned was Philly yeah, that, their team, they have all the talent. When you look at the roster, and you look just from the top down, they have two legitimate star players. True. Ben Simmons and Bede. They have a bunch of great role players, a great coach, but it's it never seems to click at the right time. You know, it's sometimes Embiid is hooping and Ben Simmons is having an off night, and sometimes it's vice versa. The injuries, injuries. and just Embiid always getting hurt, man. Yeah, and, uh, and sometimes he's sick, and you know, it's, it never seems to come together when they need it. But in a crazy season like this, maybe miracles could happen. Uh, like we saw with Toronto last year. Everything just seemed to fall into place. You know, for a team like Philly that has the talent, maybe this could be their year. Um, another team I want to bring up are the Rockets. Mm. In this crazy season, D'Antoni's crazy offense might might it might be the time for it. You know, they 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 traded Clint Capella. They're playing small ball. They're playing five out, just running gun. No no centers, no big men. It might be crazy enough. Maybe people are tired coming back from the break, and Harden and Westbrook just can go insane and, and put up points. They had the talent. They got the horses. They got Eric Gordon. They got a lot of uh, talented pieces. So Houston is another team I'm looking out for as well. Yeah, I like Houston. Let's go into some rosters, you know. So, April, um, tell me who's on the Clippers roster because I know they made a lot of different moves. They add a lot of pieces to the puzzle. We got a, our super producer, April, in the building. So, April, just give us a few players on the Clippers roster and a few things, a few pieces that they added. So, right now for the Clippers roster, we have their starting five right now. Kawhi Leonard. Beast. Paul George. Beast. Patrick Beverly. Beast. Homeboy from the shy. Ivica yep. Zubak. Oh. oh Zubak! Oh yeah, he played for the uh, for the Lakers for a little bit. He's, Young boy, actually yeah, he can play. Yeah, he can really hoop. He's a uh, he's gonna be really really good for a long time. Okay. Marcus Morris. You know the Morris twins can ball. Yeah, both of the twins can ball. They picked up Joaquin Noah. Yep, Joaquin Noah, good former bull. What about that bench? So for the bench, we have Jamichael Green. Mm. Okay. Montrell's Harold. Dog. Oh, that's a beast yeah. right there. Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Another hooper. Ball. Yeah. Terrence Mann. He could hoop. Mm. Rodney Magruder. Okay. Lou Williams. There it is. <laughs> Sweet Lou. Yeah. Instant offense. Lou Williams. Instant O. Patrick Peterson. Okay. Patterson, excuse me. 
That's a nice squad, man. Patterson is a is a is a workhorse. He's a good player. Yeah. See, so when you look at that Clippers roster, man, they added some pieces. They got size. They could play inside. They could play outside. They got a superstar in Kawhi. They got that wingman, that second. You know, you got that one, and you got to have that two. And Paul George, Montez Harris, I think he would be on our underrated team. You know, because we're going to do a podcast talking about underrated players. You got to put Montrez Harrell on there. He been, he's been, he's had a really good season this but year. But can they can they beat the Lakers though? Right no. now, do you? <laughs> April says no. What do you say? I say yeah. Mm. I, I think they could beat with that roster we just rattled off. I think they could beat anybody. They're missing the key ingredient, which is. LeBron James. The GOAT. <laughs> oh, oh, King James. Okay. They know how to go. Let's talk about the Lakers rosters. Hit, hit us with the Lakers roster. Go Do what you got to do to find that. Let's talk about the Lakers roster because I just want to hear what they have because that Clipper roster it was just power packed. Talk to me about the other mm. L.A. team. Mm. All right. So, starting lineup, JaVale McGee. I like JaVale. From and- the shy. Anthony Davis. I like Anthony Davis from the shot. Yup. Danny Green. Baller. Baller. Champion. Contavious Caldwell Pope. Good player. Very, very solid very, NBA very player. Good. Last but certainly not least, LeBron James. King James. All right. Okay. Let's go into the bench. This is where this is where Clippers might have an advantage. We heard that Clipper bench with Harold, Sweet Lou. They got some players coming off that bench. I don't know about that. I mean, okay. obviously, you got Lou and Harrell, but go ahead and say who the Lakers got. Rajon Rondo. Yeah, dog. Oh, I think, I think he got, he hurt his hand, though. I don't know if he'll be back. Uh, okay. But, uh, but yeah. Okay. Kyle Kuzma. I like Kuz. Dwight Howard. Oh, Hall of Famer. Yeah. That'd be another show, but Dwight Howard will be in the Hall. Devontae Kakuk. No, no. Keep moving. Contavi- oh, Alex Caruso. Hooper. The Caruso's Caruso. The Caruso is good. Quinn Cook. Hooper. Hooper. Got, got rings with the with the uh, Golden State Warriors. And he'll hit some big shots. He not, he's not afraid. Woo! So those are the two teams in the top in the West. And then... Uh, Another, they picked him up right before COVID. Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters. The Lakers is on, pick up Dion Waiters. Yeah, right before oh, the uh, season shut down. Waiters get buckets too. <laughs> he's if a, he in shape. Yeah, I think he'll be he'll be motivated playing with Brian. Brian won't let his players. Okay. I, I yeah. think Rondo's back because already. What I'm reading from is the NBA announcing team rosters for season restart, and this was released July 20th. And Rondo's on the list. Oh wow, that was that was fast because I know he uh, hurt his hand in practice. So I, I mean, he is a strong, tough, tough player. So I wouldn't be surprised. But um, yeah, that th- when you look at both of the rosters, though, they they it's crazy. They really match up really well. They like, do. You got Brian. You got Kawhi. You got Paul George. You got AD. You got Harold. And you got Dwight. You know, you got Lou Will. You got uh, Kuzma or Dion Waiters. Like they really. You can go back and forth, so I I don't know. It's gonna be a good series. I, that's definitely what everybody's been uh, looking forward to. Um, I don't. I could go either way. Who's right coaching now. the Lakers? Uh, Frank Vogel. 
right. doing an excellent job. And we know who's coaching the Clippers. You got Doc Rivers. Yep. That's what it might come down to. Because yeah. talent-wise, they might be pretty even. Mm-hmm. Now, who's going to execute those X's and O's? Yeah, and those, like, you know, we know Doc Rivers, he can make those savvy coaching decisions. He's won a championship, uh, you know, so he 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 can play chess out there. Um, and then another advantage the Clippers have is, obviously, they added their two best players, Kawhi and Paul George, this, this offseason. But their core group has been together for a while. Most of their team has been under Doc Rivers in the system for a while, so... Whereas the Lakers were really just kind of thrown together all this offseason and even during the season. So uh, in terms of chemistry, the Clippers might have a little bit of advantage too there. Okay. Let's stay in the West. Hit me up with my dark horse in the West, the Denver Nuggets. People sleeping on the Nuggets, man. They're young. They had a great record last year, a great record this year. They have some talent. They just have to learn how to win. Yeah. Hit me up, April, with the Denver Nuggets starting five. Hit me up with that roster real quick. All right, so we have Will Barton. Can play. Gary Harris. Can play. Jamal Murray. Future All-Star. Nikola Jokic. Jokic, the Jokic, Joker. The Joker, All-Star. Paul Millsap. Mm. Former All-Star. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a good starting five. Um, Give me that bench. So we have coming off the bench, Bull Bull. Bo Bo, Manu Bo, son. He was hurt. He was hurt all year, though. But shout out to Manu Bo. Like and his son, Bo Bo Bo. Like all of them are skyscrapers. Tyler Cook. Okay, keep going. Tory Craig. Keep going. PJ Dozer. PJ Dozer can play. Troy Daniels. Troy Daniels can play. Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. Kind of dropped in the draft, but could have easily been. One of the top picks mm-hmm. when he's healthy, Michael Porter Jr. has the potential to be a bona fide all star. Then we have Monte Morris. So that 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 roster is a good roster for dark horses because you got a bunch of young guys who can play and they they've gotten playoff experience the last couple of years. So they're going to be a little bit older, a little bit wiser. They got all-stars. They have athletes. They can play inside. They can play outside. We just we just going to have to see can Denver turn the corner. But I wouldn't just count them out so easy. I wouldn't want to play Denver the first round. Yeah, that, definitely not. Uh, they're sitting at the third seed right now. Um, but I'll tell you my dark horse team. Okay. If they can get in the playoffs, the Pelicans. Mm. Zion just came back and they were starting to turn the corner. They their record, if you could find that, their record once Zion came back was pretty good. They would have definitely easily been a playoff team if Zion played the whole season. And they they have a lot of talent. Zion is a dog. He's a beast. We know who what he could do. Brandon Ingram is having a breakout year. Lonzo Ball has been playing better. He he definitely has great chemistry with Zion. He plays well with Zion. Very well with Zion. Josh Hart. You got Drew Holiday. You got a lot of good players on the Pelicans. I don't. I, I think they're a couple years away from really being a contender. But they're another team I wouldn't want to play in the first round because it, it's they had a factor of surprise. You don't. You know they're a new team. They're a young team. You know they're gonna play hard. They got a great coach. And I, I really think they're they're kind of my dark horse team. I think they can really make some noise. Yeah, I, I like I like the Pelicans because with Zion, 
all things are possible. Mount Zion, <laughs> man, the Bulls could have. I know this is a podcast. We talk about everything, but you know we from the shot. Uh, the Bulls were in the running to be one of the top three teams in the lottery. Then they made a few moves for some reason. Won a few games and got themselves. <laughs> they decided to win. Yeah, they decided the to win and got themselves out of the Zion sweepstakes. I don't want to get into that. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. But all the Bull fans know what I'm talking about. But anyway, um, we're not even talking about the Utah Jazz and the Oklahoma City Thunder. But before mm. we move to that, I have the information about Zion. Oh, yeah. What was their record? Um, it was 19 and 11 when he came back. Yeah. So once he came back, they were, they were 19 and 11. And their record right now is 28 and 36 so obviously if zion was playing the whole season they would be right in the mix they would have been third fourth seed probably so that's what i'm saying the pelicans they if they get in the playoffs they might just upset somebody i wouldn't be surprised yeah you saw zion zion lost like 20 20 pounds oh and he got more muscle he's more lean so a lot of that baby fat because the kid is what 19 years old yeah is coming is shedding so we might be, you know, you're right. The Pelicans, I, like, again, I don't think they could win it. Yeah. But, you know, still the NBA, they could send somebody home. Mm-hmm. But, again, what about the Utah Jazz and Oklahoma City Thunder? It's not like they were having bad seasons. Yeah. What were the Utah Jazz record and the Thunder's record this season? Uh, got that? Yeah, the, the Jazz, 41 and 23. That's good. That's a great record. And then OKC is 40 and 24. 40 and 24. Those are, those are good. Re- you talk about two 40-game winners. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't count them out either. They have some superstars. We know what CP3 is doing down there with those young kids and OKC. And OKC is tough to beat at home. Their fans are absolutely bananas. And Utah, they're tough to beat at home. You know, they have a crazy fan base. Mm-hmm. You got Spider-Man, Donovan Mitchell. So, you know, yeah. it's gonna be tough in the West, but as always. But how's the bubble gonna impact that? They're playing in the bubble, right? So, what team do you think will have that grit where you don't have that necessarily home court advantage? Will that change things up? That's a good point. I don't even know what I was talking about. Yeah, the, in the bubble. Yeah, well, yeah that that is home. gonna be interesting. Uh-huh. Is 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 no home court advantage? Because, uh, you know, some teams are almost unbeatable at home. And then, you know, some teams really, really struggle on the road. And they really need that home court advantage. So, And then it's not going to be fans, right? Yeah, I forgot all about that, man. I'm talking like they're going to be at home. I <laughs> forgot they're going to be in the bubble. Yeah, right. so. that's got to factor in the bubble. That's going to be interesting. Not, and then some players get hyped up by the fans. So how's that going to be playing in an empty arena? That may affect so it's it's so many different factors with this season. We're gonna really see uh just I don't I don't know what we're gonna see. Yeah. But it's gonna be exciting. Whoever gets comfortable first is gonna have an advantage because you always have to get comfortable in a new environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking like they're gonna be at the crib, but that that's out the window. I forgot. We're in the bubble. We playing in Disneyland. So whoever makes it their home court, because that could happen. You know, like when you hooping in the hood. Yeah. You just get on a rhythm and you you take the gym. You and your you and your squad mm. get a nice run. All of a sudden, y'all running the gym. I think that's how it's gonna be. You got your your squad just gonna have to jail. And once whoever gets that rhythm and it becomes their gym, then that might be the team that make the longest run. But yeah. 
who's going to get there first? You know, who's going to get comfortable first? Who's going to find that rhythm first? That's a good question. Yeah. So prediction. Who do you guys have to come out of the West? We talked about pretty much all the teams, mm-hmm. or at least the teams we think at the top that are the favorites. Who do you think is going to come out of the West as the champion? Lakers. All right, we got the Lakers for April. And, you know, I got the shirt, the Lakers. I I, I think the Clippers are tough. That's probably going to be a seven-game series. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm rocking with Lakers. Got, can't bet against Braun. So we got two Lakers in the building. Yes. Almost everybody that's, that's hitting us up in the comments, they're picking the Lakers. So Lakers are probably the consensus favorite. But I'm rolling with the Clippers, man. Oh. I'm rolling with the Clippers. I got to go with Doc. I got to go with Kawhi. And it'd be nice to see another team in L.A. win. So I'm going to roll with the Clippers. I'll be the controversial one. But Clipper Nation is fired up, too. Yeah. So your dark horse is who again, Mike? I got the Pelicans on my dark horse out the West. What about you, April, super producer? Who's your dark horse in the West? I think my dark horse in the West are the Nuggets. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's and that's my dark horse, too. I like the Denver Nuggets. They're young. They're strong. And they got an all-star. And, and, and Djokovic, I think Murray could be an all-star. Yep. Michael Porter Jr. So, we, you know, we, we, got, a little, we got a little juice there. So, yeah. shout out to all the teams. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. But now let's talk about the East. Yep. Got to get we it. Got to talk about the East. Yeah. Right at the top of the East for me is the Milwaukee Bucks. Of course. What do you think about the East, Mike B? I mean, of course, you got the Bucks, Giannis. Uh, <laughs> I don't know anybody could do a Giannis. I, I really don't see anybody beating them. And they, and the thing, other thing is they got a lot of size. Uh, they pretty much, I think their whole starting five outside of Eric Bledsoe, uh, but most of their players are above 6'7", six, 6'8". They got a lot of bigs, versatile bigs, too. You got uh, Ilya Sova. You got uh, uh, Brooke Lopez. So they got bigs that can take you outside, but they could get down low and get rebounds and bang with you. So I I think they're definitely – they're obviously the favorite. Um, But you got Philly. Philly has the talent to compete. They do. They just got to put it together. Boston is another team with a ton of talent. I think they need Jason Tatum might need another year or two, but he's starting to you're starting to see it. He's got he's got it. He got it. Uh Jalen Brown and then Kimball Walker. I think he's a bit of a better chemistry fit than uh what they had last year. So Boston has the talent too. And then they uh they got Enos Cantor to fill that hole in the middle too. Um then of course uh Toronto. They still even Don't without sleep Kawhi, on the Raptors, man. Yeah, even without Kawhi, they, they got a deep stack team, and Siakam is is taking that next step. Uh, and then Miami is going to be a tough out. I don't know if they got enough horses to take the East, but they're going to be hard to beat. And you know they're going to play hard. You know Jimmy Butler is is going to play hard. You know, and the rest of their team. Um, they they got Andre Iguodala, Jay Crowder, so they're going to be strong on the defensive end. Um, Bam is a is a great young player, so those those are really the the teams in the East. I would have loved to see a healthy Brooklyn team uh, this year, but oh, that wouldn't have been man. <laughs> yeah, Kyrie and KD. Kyrie and KD. Yeah, the when next it, year, watch out. Yeah, that I, that's the matchup I really want to see with. Uh, oh, and Dinwiddie. Yeah, and Dinwiddie can hoop, and then uh, Lavert too. Right, Lavert's a hooper too. So, but that's next year. Sorry, Brooklyn. Nobody will be there, but, yeah, I feel you on that, too. <laughs> and then, um, oh, and then the Pacers. If Oladipo, I think those couple extra months might help him. He might be back to what we saw the year before 
where uh in a couple years ago remember the pacers took the Cavs to game seven or they they really made that a comp a competitive series so um yeah so those are the, the real big teams in the east yeah and i'm gonna tell you man sabonis down there in indiana hooper Man, he's under. He's gonna be on our underrated podcast because people haven't been really watching him because they don't get a lot of nationally televised game. Sabonis is a monster, man. He'll chip off the old block. You know, his dad is a Hall of Famer. Sabonis is a really good player. And Oladipo, he was the franchise guy. I mean, when he got to Indiana, he made some big shots. He he, he uh, excited the fan base, and unfortunately, got injured at the wrong time. But yeah, I like the Pacers. I like Nate McMillan as a coach. I mean, he really has them unified. He has them playing hard. Um, they play the game the right way. Mm-hmm. I like the Pacers too, but it's just a matter of how healthy they're going to be. But don't sleep on those Toronto Raptors, man. Yeah, no, no, they're not really getting the respect. I think because Kawhi left, but they did win the championship last year, and they got all those pieces still there. Siakam is a is a real baller. Um, he's another people. He's another person. A lot of people don't get the Canadian games, but if you sit down and watch him, he's he's yeah, he's up there. They got Van Fleet, <laughs> Van you know, Hooper. He, who's he's really good. I mean, they got a really good they got a really good team. But Milwaukee right now is definitely the favorite. Yeah, I, I can't see them losing in seven. You know, it's with Giannis. He he's just too good right now. He, I don't know if anybody could stop him. But that is the question. That's the only thing about Milwaukee. If you can slow down Giannis, if you can get him in foul trouble, if you can double team him, force him to pass the ball, who sometimes it's Eric Bledsoe, sometimes it's Middleton, but can you rely on them to win you a series? And that's the that's the real big question with Milwaukee. But I I, I don't see anybody stopping Giannis. But but they paid. They paid Bledsoe, mm-hmm. and then they just ponied up with Middleton. I mean, they gave Middleton some bread. So it has to be Middleton. Yeah. You know, Giannis, we know he's going to be Giannis. But like you say, every superstar has to have a player to come through for him in the clutch, make some plays. Giannis is going gonna, is gonna to get his. Middleton, you got the money now. You're an all-star. Will Middleton have that playoff moment? That's what we're looking yeah. to see. Bledsoe's a vet. He got the bag already. So he's going to have to have a big game, but Middleton is really going to be the master key. Yeah. Can he be Batman to Giannis' Superman? That's going to be really the key. I agree with you on that. Yeah. So right now, who's your, your dark horse pick for the East? My dark horse in the East? I got to go with the Miami Heat. And I and yeah. I say that because I love Jimmy Butler, man. I wish he was still a bull. Jimmy <sighs> is a too. dog. He's not going to lay down for anybody. I think they had one of the best coaches in the league in Eric Spolstra. Yep. Um, hit me with some more people on their roster. We have Solomon Hill. Okay, good player. Goran Dragic. Hooper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dragic is a good player. Bam Adebayo. Hooper. We'll dunk you. Derrick Jones Jr. Nice player. Duncan Robinson. Nice player. Yeah, so that's a pretty good, pretty good team. What about the bench? So for the bench, we have Kyle Alexander. Okay. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder can play. Tyler Hero. Tyler Tyler Hero, young player, came into the league putting in work right away. Solomon Hill. Okay. Andre Iguodala. Iggy. 
should be in the hall. That's another question. Will Iguodala be in the hall? That's another podcast at another time, but keep it going. Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard, the big fella. Hooper. Illinois. Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn. Hooper. From the shy. Yeah, he went to Illinois too, didn't he? Yeah, went to Illinois, played for Simeon. Yeah. KZ Akpala. Okay. Chris Silva. Okay. Gabe Vincent. See, that's what I'm saying. They got some players on that roster. You know, Kendrick Nunn's going to play. Miles Leonard's going to play. Um, you got Crowder. You got J- uh, Jimmy B. He a dog. Tyler Hero's been a good young player. I mean, and you know they got a great coach in Eric Spolstra. You got Pat Riley overseeing everything. Lonzo Mourning. You know, so you got a good, good top staff. You win from the top down. So Miami is my dark horse. I'm not saying they could win it. But I think they could. They maybe could cause some damage. You never know. They might get a first round upset or something. What's interesting too is their starting lineup. They're gonna. They're not starting Jimmy. They're gonna have Derrick Jones Jr. and Duncan Robinson, two small forwards. So that's gonna be interesting because their bench is gonna be. Yeah, well, Jimmy. Crazy. Jimmy's gonna start. That's just for a scrimmage purpose. Right. Jimmy will be the starter. Jimmy's yeah. their franchise player. So yeah. Yeah. that's just he getting some other people some runs, but. Jimmy, so yeah, you're talking about for scrimmages. He probably won't start the first couple of scrimmages, but Jimmy B is there. You know, he's their starter and their franchise guy. Yeah. Yeah, Miami, Miami's a good uh, pick. Um, I would say my dark horse. I don't know. You got a lot of good teams. I, like I said, I, I think I'm rolling with Indiana for this one. I think I think the couple extra months, because Oladipo was just starting to get his legs under him. And he's he can hoop like you say he's not scared he's not scared he's not backing down he he'll take the big shot he's he's a dog on both ends of the court Sabonis is a real hooper you know they they got a real talented team they're scrappy they play hard um, and I think with Oladipo if he assuming he can come back fully healthy they could really upset somebody you know and um, so I'm gonna roll with them. And then uh, I guess who who you think is coming out the East? I, I have to go with uh, Milwaukee. I got to go with the Bucks. Yeah. Fear the deer, <laughs> baby. I mean, they got the best player. They got size inside, outside. I mean, now they just have to prove it. I mean, the record was great this year. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, Giannis Antetokounmpo should be MVP. So I'm going with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no debate here. I think uh, the Bucks they they had the best team. Top to bottom, they got but the best player in the league. Um, yeah, I, I don't like. I said I, I can't see anybody in the East beating them in seven games. And uh, I think even if they get to the finals, the Lakers or the Clippers or whoever else comes out the West is gonna have a very tough time with them. So they they're definitely gonna be there. All right, April. Who you think? I think it's gonna be the Bucks for sure, hands down. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, in another podcast, we tell you who we think going to win it all. So we predicted who we think might win the West. We predicted who we think might win the East. Once the playoffs get rolling, we'll have some predictions for who we think might win the championship. And things are subject to change. Hey, it's the NBA. Teams might get upset. Teams might lose. So don't hold this in granted. This is just what we feel right now before the season resumes again July 30th. It's going to be a full playoff. You know, all all the rounds, the first round, second round, third round, going to be all, you know, seven-game series back to normal. And uh, the so the season will uh, – the finals will end no later than October uh, 13th. 
But, you know, come July 30th, the NBA is back. We yes. kind of gave you our early predictions, what we think. Mike Burr, what else you got? That's it. All right. April, what else you got? I just want to say that uh, Bow Bow in the scrimmage today he made his NBA debut. Let me give you some quick stats on that. I think they're the dark horse of the West. Who? The Nuggets. Okay. He has 16 points, 10 boards, 6 blocks. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So we heard that Manu Bowles baby, <laughs> even though you, I don't know if you could call him his baby, he like 7'5", but <laughs> <laughs> he's putting in that work. But I hope you enjoyed this podcast. We're excited. The NBA is back. Yes. Next week, we're going to have some more stuff about the NBA and other uh, sports news. Again, we shouted out all the people. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Share it with a friend. Put us on your social media. And as always, Mike Burr, drop the beat.